So the next verse is Audhu Billahi Minash Shaitanir Rajeem Kaulum Marufun wa Maghfiratun Khairum Min Sadaqatin Yatbawha Aza Wallahu Ghaniyun Khaleem A kind word and forgiveness is better than charity followed by injury and Allah is self-sufficient forbearing. This verse teaches an important lesson on the etiquettes of how we are to treat those who come asking for money because this is a moral failing that is found in many people that of course those who are beggars there are people who go too far in begging they continue asking and then they lie about their circumstances and they make it into a profession all of these different things and so it is natural that when people get into the habit of begging then also the people who are um, receiving those people they also become frustrated and then they treat those people in a way that is rough and harsh and this is something that is observed many times even here at the masjid people come at times and they ask for charity and if a person gives then it is something that is good it is completely their discretion but if a person cannot give then the very least they can do is what Allah Ta'ala has described in this verse that قَوْلٌ مَعْرُوفٌ وَمَغْفِرَةٌ خَيْرٌ مِنْ صَدَقَةٍ يَتْبَوْهَا أَزَاءٌ that a kind word and forgiveness is better than charity followed up by taunt or injury. So if a person is unable to give, or a person is unwilling to give, if we think that they are lying or they are trying to scam or whatever it is, or if they are wasting time, whatever the case may be, but to treat them with harshness, and to treat them with a frustration is something that the Holy Qur'an has forbidden. There we should advise them. Qawlum maruf means give them a word of advice. It doesn't mean that we can't advise them. We should tell them perhaps that it is better than being in your condition is to work and earn for a living. It is better to be self-sufficient rather than put yourself in a position of begging in front of another human being. But to speak to someone in that condition or in that state with frustration and harshness, that is something that is incorrect. So this is also something that we should keep in mind that when someone comes asking for money, then it is also a time to demonstrate our akhlaq. And in fact, one point that Hazrat Khalifatul Masih Rabbi made in commentary of this verse that we had gone over before, that Fasurhunna uh, ilayka, that take four birds and attach them to yourself, and then when you call them, you will see them coming to you running. He said that this is a part of experience that if a person does not have good morals and character, then <clears throat> there is no effect that his tabligh will have. He said that we have seen and observed that people have spent their lives giving arguments and convincing people of truth, but they were not able to convince anybody or change anybody's heart. But then there were other people who were not as knowledgeable, but because of their good morals and their good character, even the most hostile of enemies became inclined towards the truth because of the moral character that they put before. So when a poor person comes here to the masjid and asks for money, we should ask them that whether they leave with money or not, but what impression do they leave about the people who are here? Because this is something we have no excuse for. Of course we can have an excuse and have maybe a legitimate excuse that it is not wise to give this person money or we shouldn't give this person money. And if a person is frustrated with that, then that is fine. Their frustration is something that we don't have to worry about. But if a person leaves frustrated with our character, then it is something that is objectionable. A person can very easily leave here without having any money and being frustrated that we didn't give him any money. But still his heart can testify that these were good people, that they were humble in the way that their disposition is. They are not arrogant. They are not a coarse and mean people. But if a person leaves disappointed with our character, then there is no effect that the bleed can ever have.
Now this is not a theoretical thing, this is a practical reality. It is something that has been observed in the Jamaat and Jamaat Ahmadiyya USA as well. That the efforts of tabligh that are done are often undermined by the behavior of people in the Jamaat. By the way in which people interact with those who are newcomers. And the character with which we treat them when someone is new and comes to the masjid. So very often it happens that a person is convinced of the truth of Ahmadiyya, the truth of Islam. They have read and heard the message of Hazrat Masima They are inspired by Khilafat and they see that this is truly a righteous person. But then when they come to the local masjid or the local jamaat, then they see that this is the character of the local jamaat. This is not a community that I want to have anything to do with. It's gotten to the point that at times it is advisable that if somebody accepts jamaat, then sometimes people think, and maybe there is even a validity behind it, that that person should first be taken to Jalsa UK before they are brought to the local masjid. Because at least when they go to the Jalsa in UK, they are able to see Huzur there. They are able to see the way in which Ahmadis gather at the International Jalsa. Ahmadis who, uh, you know, when, when they come together in that atmosphere, then they show a different type of character, the true characteristics of Ahmadiyyat. And so when a person is inspired by that environment, then they see what Jamaat Ahmadiyya truly is. And then it is less likely that they would be misguided by the failures of the people who exist on the local, on the local level. So if this is an impression that to an extent legitimately exists, then it is a point of reflection for each of us. That when someone comes to the masjid, whether it is in Ramadan or any time else, especially someone comes asking for money, then do they leave with a good impression of our character? Whether they leave with some of our money or not, but do they leave with a good impression of our character? If their impression is that these people have treated me with arrogance, I can see in their character in the way that they spoke that they do not have humility within them. They don't have akhlaq. They don't have a good way in which a personality with which they interact with someone, then naturally they will not want to come back. And no matter how many arguments we give to them on how we are established on the truth, it will have no effect on them. So character is the way in which truth obligue is done. And Hazrat Ibrahim was taught here that you should take birds and incline them and attach them to yourself. And then if you place them on distant mountains and you call them, then they will come running to you. So this is the effect that akhlaq have. But when a person does not have akhlaq, then even when a person is with them, then they flee from that person because they want to have nothing to do with that person or the group of people that they are associated with. And finally, Huzur mentioned, Allah Ta'ala mentions here in the end that Allah Ta'ala is ghaniyun uh, halim. He is the self-sufficient and forbearing. And here Huzur explained that one who is halim who is forbearing, is one who is so mild and forgiving and kind to people that ordinarily the attribute of ghani doesn't even have to come into play. Because ghani is an attribute that inspires fear in the hearts of believers. It reminds us that Allah Ta'ala has no need for us whatsoever. He could destroy all of us in an instant and then bring another people who are far more capable of fulfilling this responsibility. So ghani is something that inspires a fear in the heart of a believer. But khalim is the exact opposite one. So Huzur explained here that one who is Khalim, usually never, the, the instance never arises that he would need to manifest his ghina. Allah Ta'ala gives us these teachings, advises us to sacrifice for the sake of the cause of Allah Almighty so that purity may be created within us and so that we may benefit from it ourselves. Not that we are going to bring Allah Ta'ala any benefit, but we benefit from it ourselves. But when and if we cross a certain line and then we go out of the forbearance of Allah Ta'ala, then Allah Ta'ala does not care at all for a people. They have no value in front of Him whatsoever. As Allah Ta'ala has said in one place in the Holy Quran, وَلَا يَخَافُ أُقْبَاهَا 
that Allah Ta'ala has no concern for the state of a people that are completely destroyed, neither them or the people who come after them. When a people cross a line and then the punishment comes upon them, then that people are destroyed. And then whatever happens after that is uh, a consequence of their own actions. So when the manifestation of Allah Ta'ala's gina comes, it comes when a person has abused the, the, the attribute of Allah Ta'ala of Halim to an extent that now they are not worthy of mercy anymore. And then Allah Ta'ala manifests His glory by which uh, those people are, uh, the, their, their humility and their helplessness is something that is shown. So with these points, we'll end today's daris. And now we'll uh, go for iftar. Allahumma salli ala Muhammadin wa ala Ali Muhammad wa barik wa sallim innaka hamidun majeed.